Okay, so I think um, I think we're live. Sabaho, sabaho, everybody, and welcome back to the show. It is. Um, keep wanting to stay the Saturday morning with that quick. So this is the Android Bay episode 102. And we are back at a special time this week, uh, mostly because Saturday lands on Christmas Day. And I did not really think that this would be a good thing for us to do on Christmas Day. So I'm doing it a day early. Uh, and then of course, yesterday, we had the show with Juan Carlos with the best of our week that was at the <laughs> at the park had a really freezing temperature. I mean, you guys had no idea how bad it was. Um, uh, but yes, no, uh, hopefully you guys can see. I think there's a few people in the in the chat. Hamid Hamid is in there. Lanny is in there. Uh, uh, of course, Matt Tyler, Purposely Gaming. Uh, and of course, uh, Go Gadgets. Good morning. Sabaho, ER1980. Ibrahim, how are you doing? Hope you're doing well. Geeky Nassim, as usual. Good morning. How are you doing well, my friend? And, um, you know, it is an interesting day. It is Christmas Eve uh, for whomever celebrates Christmas. Obviously, this is a very special night. Uh, typically, a very much uh, travel-filled day or night. Uh, depending on where you are and where you're going. Uh, but, you know, I felt like this would be a good time. We can announce the winner of the giveaway, which we were doing the last couple of weeks uh, in honor or in celebration of the new show. Um, as you know, the show, if you guys have followed it in the past, was a Saturday morning with tech on my main channel, the TK Bay channel on YouTube. And now we're actually hosting it on its own channel, the Android Bay. Uh, pretty simply, youtube.com forward slash the Android Bay or even having Android Bay on Twitter or Instagram if you want to reach out and connect with me there. Uh, but with that being said, today is a little bit early, depending on where you are in the world, it may already be kind of Christmas. So depending where people are, um, if I'm not mistaken, typically when I do my live streams on Saturdays at 10 or at 1030, I typically get a few comments saying that it's either 12 or about one o'clock in the morning in India, or depending on the part of the world, if you are, if it is Christmas, Merry Christmas, if it's still uh, Christmas Eve, I hopefully got you guys right before then and we'll be able to make somebody's day pretty, pretty well. We are going to talk about the giveaway. We're going to definitely announce the giveaway. Uh, I've already tallied up all of the entries, uh, the comments left on both last week, uh, last week's uh, video as well as the week before. Taking in for a com uh, account, well, taking in for account, obviously duplicate comments, so you get one entry between the two. Um, but the main difference here essentially is that you're able to actually be part of the list. And the really good, the good thing about it is typically when you do an entry or any kind of giveaway or when you enter a giveaway for many people, um, you're competing with almost like thousands of people and maybe even tens, maybe even millions, depending on the on the creator. This one is actually pretty much meant for you guys. So there's literally about 161 comments that I have in here uh, that will definitely be very nice. So again, um, we are going to pull the number. We're going to talk about it. This is going to be for a giveaway for a specifically brand new Realme GT Neo 2. Uh, so if you guys haven't had a chance to check it out, it's a great device from Realme released not that long ago. Uh, as far as I understand, it's mostly in the European and Asian market. It wasn't really released in the US, but it's a great phone. Uh, the version I'm giving away is actually a brand new one. So I... Realme, when they sent me the phone, they sent me two boxes. One box was the Realme GT Green, the one that I'm showing you guys. This one is the neon green with the really nice racing stripe. And of course, we have a brand new one, never used, uh, with the exception of just booting it up, making sure that it worked. Um, and one of the some of the main specifications, obviously, is that it is running the Snapdragon 870 5G processor. And it is a the Realme, the Realme GT Neo 2 5G is the official title. I'm reading it off the box. 65 watts uh, super watt charging fast fast charging on there obviously 120 hertz e4 amoled display which obviously will give you some of the best experiences so the goal about this is this um the announcement's going to be very straightforward we're going to pull a number i'm going to use the random number generator on screen and i just scrape myself with a drawer i don't know why 
Um, and then the winner has a 24 hours. So the only thing I probably will say is once the winner is selected, um, if you are on the live stream right now, then obviously you'll be able to respond. But if you are not on the live stream, you'll have 24 hours from the end of this live stream. So basically by tomorrow morning, Saturday morning, Christmas Day, uh, by the end of the end time of the video uh, live stream that we're going on today to respond back to me or in, at least engage with me so I'm able to actually work with you to get you the, the device. Um, if I don't hear it back from the person or that person chooses not to accept the gift, uh, then we'll go ahead and move on and we'll pick a second person and we'll go through the same process again 24 hours later from that point. And then we'll be able to basically hopefully land on somebody that is either capable of receiving it or would like to win it. So that kind of becomes the situation there. Uh, it is international, so obviously anywhere you are, If uh, and you'll notice there are some comments in the chat that are in Arabic, it's because I also did uh, mention that also on my uh, content there. So there are some Arabic followers from the Tariq Bay channel that I wanted them to, you know, get a chance to enter in case they would be interested. So that's why we have Hamid Hamid's in the chat, uh, Matt Tyler as usual, uh, Virginia's in there as well, welcome. Uh, and of course, the man, the myth, the Mr. Cumberbatch of our channel, Mr. Aditya Anil, uh, Geeky Nassim as usual, Dan, Grounded Tech, the man himself, uh, and then um, Shonen Hero, hopefully you're doing well. Uh, I'm here, TK Sabaho. Merry Christmas to everybody. And Greg, as always, thank you very much. And shukran, shukran, alay khalik Hamid. Um, this week has been an interesting week. As you know, it's every time I say this, it's, it depends on basically your perspective. Um, it's not necessarily a very busy tech week. There's not really new announcements. Well, I'll take that back. There's announcements, but there's no new hardware, right? So a couple of things that I really got inside it. One of them obviously are, is from Realme. Realme talked about it and I finally started, uh, I got some input on that, is that they're releasing their brand new series of the Realme GT2. So the sequel to the GT series that we had for 2021. And it will be featuring, and they call them a series, which is an interesting one, meaning that we're gonna see multiple versions of it. And that's gonna be featuring the uh, Snapdragon 8 Gen 1. So the brand new SoC that Qualcomm just announced a couple of weeks ago while I was at the event in, my, uh, in Hawaii. I keep wanting to say Maui, but it was actually at the big island, the uh, main island of Hawaii. Big island, not the main island. And um, that's actually very exciting. We're starting to see some announcement. I mean, we saw Xiaomi announcing as well uh, their release of their first uh, new smartphone, the Mi, uh, I think it was called the Mi 12. It's no more Xiaomi. No, I take that back. It's the Xiaomi 12, no more Mi. The Mi moniker got dropped. Um, and then there's going to be two versions of those. And I think EV Leaks was dropping some pictures of those as well. Um, and of course, we, we can't forget, I forgot. Oh, and then Honor, uh, the company, obviously previously uh, a sub-brand of Huawei, officially announced that they're going to be releasing a foldable smartphone under the moniker of, Huawei, of Honor. Now, Huawei just dropped the clamshell design that is similar to the Flip. Um, I'll, I'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that because I have a few opinions on how the trend of 2022 is going to be focusing and what's going to go, what's going to happen there. Um, so those are the, some of the major announcements that went on. Uh, the other thing, you probably caught it or not. Uh, if you're familiar with the Android Basha, Salah is uh, one of my buddies, and he did a massive collaboration on his channel for which device would you be carrying with you into 2021 or 2022? And then for me, it, it, it goes without surprise that the Pixel 6 Pro is one of my favorite devices. There's been a lot of phones that I've used. Uh, 2021 has been filled with a lot of new technologies. Uh, but the biggest thing that obviously kind of stands out to you the most is what works for you the best. I feel like the 6 Pro does very much everything that I need for it uh, out of it perfectly. Um, there's obviously certain things. I wish uh, the, the unit that I had had more storage, and that's not a limitation um, of what the 6 Pro can do, but it's more so a storage capability. So I'm in the process of trying to work that out and hopefully be able to get my hands on a either a 256 or a 512, because I see this as being a, like a primary driver uh, device for me that will carry me at least throughout most of next year. Uh, the other thing, obviously, is the, the fact that we're starting to see some trends. 
trends into foldables. Seems like 2022 is going to be a foldable year. Um, TCL, uh, you know, obviously uh, we saw earlier in the year they had a, I think it was a, I think it was Mercury or China, I forgot the name of the brand, but they had a clamshell design that kind of failed. Mr. Mobile did a video on that. Um, Samsung's been obviously triple backing, on, uh, going down on the um, you know, approach of giving us a foldable device under $1,000. And I think if anybody else can do this uh, and they bring down the price, this is going to make it into a very big year. So Honor jumping into this. Why are we jumping into this? Samsung obviously is not going to back out. They're going to more than likely go back and come back with the uh, you know flip, the Z Flip 4. So we're going to start seeing some more approaches. And I'm almost tempted to say I feel like maybe uh, Honor's phone is going to be also another clamshell. I don't think Honor would go for the full foldable right out of the bat. Because you have to understand the brand of what Honor's doing. And I think that's what I was trying to lead with uh, my prediction of what the Honor Flip phone is going to be. Uh, so hopefully we'll see how that goes there. Um, Pixel 6 Pro December patch. Yes. So this is a good question. So many people in the US are not only late on the December patch, but they're also late on the late on the mid November patch that was pushed out for the fingerprint sensor. I was talking to Juan yesterday um, on the podcast with him. And uh, the biggest thing that I noticed is the fact that it he just barely received the December or the mid November patch. And what I ended up doing for me because I just couldn't wait, I ended up just sideloading the update directly into my pixel by just downloading the, uh, the full build uh, from Google and then using sideload an ADB sideload onto it. And it doesn't wipe up any information. It's just it's something that you need to be comfortable and you need to download the right files. Um, but for me, it, yeah, it, it is a conversation still. We are literally a day before Christmas, and there are some people that still, that are Pixel owners that still have not received, at least in the US. I know Europe received it. I want to say Canada received it, uh, but it seems like even Australia received it, but it seems like the US for some reason. We're a little bit behind there. Stravan uh, saying is um, excited to see the Snapdragon 8 Gen 1 um, will be optimized by OEMs in 2022 flagships. This is going to be the biggest part that I think we need to pay very close attention to. It's how is the Gen 1 or the 8 Gen 1 adapted into devices? Because one of the biggest things that we had in 2021 with the, 8, or the 888 is the fact that I don't think people were optimizing for the SoC. They really built it in mind with how previous generations of Snapdragon processors like the 865, the 855, 845, all the way, you know, obviously after the 810. But the biggest thing there is, I think that was the biggest learning curve that we had in 2021. And I'm hoping that carries into 2022 with a better optimization. So better thermal management, better uh, maybe profile management as to performance on this device so that you have a choice. You can run it full on, uh, on you know, not overclocked, but fully powered by everything that Qualcomm wants to give you. Or you can run a slightly less powerful profile that gives you everything that you need, being that the hardware is way over, way over what we need realistically from a power standpoint, um, and still give you a really good experience. Kind of like what OnePlus is doing right now by going in with ColorOS. They have the power on or the optimized mode on to be able to give you the full performance or otherwise you run at a more of like a 90% performance, but better thermals. And overall, you don't actually have the phone shutting off like or giving you any heat issues as you're playing for like 30 to 45 minutes or so. So we'll see how that one goes. But yeah, I'm with you on that one. It's very big on this one. Um, so here's the link. Um, Aditya just dropped the link for this one. So this is the Android Basha link. Um, it's a little bit of a long video, but if you scrub through it, you'll see not only myself, but also your friend uh, Juan Carlos also being in there again for another year. Um, and then, of course, there's Super Staff. There's, uh, I think it was it um, Joshua Vergara. I think Michael, I don't think Michael Fisher was in there. He was mentioned at the end of the video, uh, but I think it was some kind of a timing issue. He wasn't able to get his clip over to, to uh, Salah. But overall, a very fun show, very nice collaboration. Thank you, Aditya, for helping us with that. Um, 
Oh, so Go Gadgets is actually mentioning that he just bought the OnePlus 9R. So the 9R, if you're not familiar, um, is mostly an Asian as well as a, um, I think, India market. They released this one in 2021, but essentially it's an upgraded version of the 8, um, I want to say the 8T, that we didn't get any successor in the U.S. Uh, now, there is the 9RT, which I think is also coming up. It came out at the end of the year. But I think still, from a standpoint of what OnePlus is doing, it, they're still focusing on the experiences. Um, go gadgets. I'll be wondering, did you receive the Android 12 update yet uh, for with the, the one that's based on ColorOS for the R? Uh, I'm surprised. I'm wondering if that one kind of went in there. Um, <laughs> Matt wants a triangle foldable. So he wants a triangle that folds into a square that unfolds again into a, uh, you know, a full phone. Uh, you know what? I, I wouldn't be surprised if we we start seeing companies, you know, venturing into other formats of foldable. I mean, we saw the trifold realistically, like the accordion style um, concepts from TCL. I want to say last year, or maybe even yeah, probably early last year, where we saw some hands-on. I think Michael Fisher posted a picture of that, but that one never kind of came about. And I think we saw something also from Samsung uh, with some rumors showing a trifold type of an experience. So the end of the day or the approach that we need to look into is it needs to fit our world and what we do in our world for it to make sense a foldable phone on at its core is intending to give you an experience of two phones right a folding phone like a standard obviously not this one but uh you know a standard rectangle and of course the ability of opening it up and then you get a much bigger experience which essentially is the folding experience and that's the benefit um, I was going to show you guys the fold, uh, but so part of the other things that Juan and I yesterday were doing, we did a collaboration or we started a collaboration on uh, the best of our week uh, conversation, essentially the phone swaps challenge that we did a couple of years ago. Um, in that experience, I am going to be uh, playing around with the brand new Duo. Uh, this is the Duo 2. And of course, the X70 Pro Plus, the higher end version running the 888 Plus from Vivo. I have to say, first first thing out of the box, I didn't get a chance to play with it too much because it was so cold yesterday. This phone has some weight. It has some very interesting, like it it feels heavier than what I was thinking it's going to feel like it, it, it holds. Like, you know, comparing it to the Pixel 6 Pro, it actually feels heavier. And I almost want to weigh it now just to kind of see what it does. And of course, the brand new Surface Duo 2. Um, so those are the couple of things going on, you know. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, so uh, I think Greg's been playing around with his OnePlus 8, installing the same firmware on there to kind of get everything running in there. Um, so uh, Matt saying that the UK was late on the November scan, uh, the fingerprint scanner update, but we got the Samer patch fairly quickly. The inconsistency is un uh, unnerving. It's a little bit weird. Like, there's no rhyme or reason. There's no statement from Google explaining why. Um, and again, the weird part about it is the actual builds are available on Google's site. It's it's a public access. You can just go in there and search for the latest build for your phone and your model of your phone, um, and you're able to sideload it. It's not like something it's missing, but I feel like it's almost, I don't know if it's purposely delayed or if maybe there's concerns. I have no problems with my build. It's been working really nice. Um, just again, uh, I'm not sure you can wait for it. Or if you want to search, you know, just Google how to side load, uh, you know, December update on my pixel, there's going to be quite a few videos made there. And hopefully it'll give you guys a, a good option on that one. Um, TK, now you, now you can reveal which phone you like, <laughs> you like, uh, excluding Sony, to, uh, Xperia devices. Um, Sony devices will always hold a very spe uh, special space, uh, in my heart. And I think, you know, as you guys know, the Xperia one Mark three is definitely one of my favorites. Uh, the reason why it didn't win the uh, the year award yet, it's I think it's mostly a combination of a couple of things. I haven't spent as much time with it. I got it much later. Um, and of course, with the Xperia line of devices, I know, as you guys imagine, I'm, we're still waiting 
I guess not. We're not. The international markets have received the 5 Mark III. I'm still waiting to see what's happening with the U.S. market on the 5 Mark III. So there's still some conversations going on. As far as Sony, there's no question to, to, uh, to Sarvan's comment. Um, one of the other things I posted online today, this week, was the fact that, and, uh, yeah, so on this one, Sony will, will of course, uh, kind of, so the A7, the A7 IV, the A7 IV body camera is here. Now, I, I want to clarify a couple of things. This is not my personal unit. This is a loaner. I got this loaner straight from uh, from Sony. So I want to say thank you very much for letting me borrow it. Uh, it will be powering my coverage of CES. I will be basically covering CES using this lens or through the, through the lens on this camera. So the intention here, obviously, is to give that experience and, and live with it for a few weeks. Um, my pre-order for it still hasn't shipped. I think, if anything, it's probably going to be what happened with the last one, as things with B&H typically get delayed. They take way more orders, and the, the boxes or the orders that they receive are not all coming in to fulfill everything. They'll do, they'll do them in stages. So hopefully we'll get that. I'm very happy with it so far. Um, if you guys watched my video on the Pixel Stand, the brand new Pixel Stand 2, uh, some of the B-roll clips were there were shot directly with the A7, uh, A7 IV. I got to learn to say A7 IV because if the A7, uh, A7S IV and then, of course, there's the A7 IV here. Um, let's see here. Uh, Oppo Find N is awesome. So, yeah, the Oppo, the Oppo Find N is very, very uh, like, okay, I haven't had a chance to play with it, but for it, from what I've seen with everybody else covering it, um, I can tell you that it actually fits so much what I think the format needs to be. It's truly if a Duo 2 and a Z Fold 3 got married and they had a foldable. And that's that's truly the right format. It's It needs to be more functional. The Z Fold 3's main Achilles heel is literally the outside display. It's better. It's definitely better than what we've had in the past. Um, but I, I don't understand why Samsung would give S Pen functionality to the inner display and then exclude the external display, which is on that device. Like most people, if they just want to sign a document or whatever, they don't want to open up the phone, turn it on and do a whole bunch of that. They just want to unlock the phone, sign, boom, send. It's kind of the same thing we do on our note. And they don't want to give you that experience. I think like Samsung wants to make sure the experience on any other phone that is not a note in using that experience is very different. So that for people that really love what the note stands for, you're getting that. And I think that's what the S22 is gonna be kind of giving us, the S22 Ultra specifically. Um, so we'll have to see how they kind of approach that. We'll see how they kind of go there. Uh, Abdel Isa, good morning. Hope you're doing well. Ahlan, Ahlan, Habibi. A whole bunch of other people in there. Uh, but I'm running a custom, uh, so yeah, uh, Greg, I think we should have it as part of the show every week whenever we start. We should say, Greg, what are you running today? And I think that'll always be one of those. I think it's Revolution X, if I'm not mistaken, on that one. Um, so Hamid Hamid is, uh, OnePlus is very big focusing on the Indian market. Absolutely. It's been a big fun uh, function of what they want to do. It's, uh, they have different strategies for the for different parts of the world. You could definitely see in Europe, it's different. In the US, it's obviously they are, they're a little bit more uh, into the carrier conversation now because they're in carrier stores uh, in almost every carrier that we have in the US. So that conversation is slightly different. In India, they have a lot more comp competition, so the approach there is also very different. Uh, the concern, though, or at least what we're going to look for in 2022 from OnePlus is how is this um, relationship with uh, ColorOS or Oppo going to basically change or um, I guess not necessarily change, but how is that future going to look? Right. Uh, we already know that the relationship is started, my, our OnePlus 9 series, which, by the way, for everybody that received the original Oxygen OS 12 update, 
uh, OnePlus has pushed out a secondary update to that uh, first build that fixes most of the issues. So if you have any concerns or whatever, uh, definitely make sure to check for the most recent update on your device. Um, Greg, uh, but Hydrogen OS uh, worked better here in um, better here in, in the USA. Uh, so Hydrogen OS, if you guys aren't familiar, it's it's the Android. Well, sorry, it's Oxygen OS for OnePlus devices that ran in China, and I don't I don't think they ran in India. This was primarily meant for the non Google Play version of um, devices that OnePlus used to sell because in China their devices sold and they used to have Hydrogen OS. But then earlier, or sometime in mid this year, um, they discontinued Hydrogen OS and Color OS became the default operating system for those phones. So that was the first sign that uh, that Color OS and Oppo and OnePlus are starting to work a little bit closer than they typically have done in the past. Um, and I think in the US, Hydrogen worked better because Hydrogen, for the most part, was easily uh, moddable. You're able to install Google Play services on it very easily. Everything was very easy to set up. Uh, overall, ran for almost like a very similarly to Oxygen OS since they were technically based um, off of the same. Um, sorry about so much stuff in in January. OnePlus 10 Pro launching in January? We'll, we'll take on Samsung the S22 Ultra, okay. Hope the OnePlus do their, be do their best this year. Um, OnePlus 10, okay, that's interesting. Um, if OnePlus is able to launch their phone in, in January, that is that is crazy early. I mean, it kind of makes sense. They didn't release the 9T or they didn't do a 9T this year. So there's no 9T that would have taken the end of the year. So if you think about the fact that they didn't release a phone at the end of the year, and then they're going to try to bring in the earlier launcher for the next one. So more than likely running the 8 Gen 1. I think that's a good option. Uh, conversely, Oppo hasn't made an official announcement, but they did talk about the fact that they're going to be supporting the Dimensity 9000 on their Find X, whatever the Find X4, Find X4 Pro. Um, coming in in 2022 with their brand new NPU that they're going to be that they developed internally for their devices. So I'm interested to see how that kind of goes. But if OnePlus is able to launch it in January, that's going to be crazy. Um, so where we saw originally that there was no announcement at the announce uh, right at the Qualcomm Summit, um, I guess everything is starting to just kind of spill spill over. Um, I didn't actually see that OnePlus announced that. I need to double check on that. Okay. Um, Initial reviews of Motorola. Oh, so here, um, Vasicos is the company here. Um, so the initial reviews uh, of the Motorola Edge X30 running the 8 Gen 1 uh, have me worried on the Snapdragon 8 Gen 1 thermals and battery consumption. Motorola is is very much a uh, an interesting approach. Well, it's a, it's a company that's known for uh, more budget style phones nowadays. They used to be in a different standpoint. They used to be a very different game in a very different game a long time ago. Um, they did try to release a flagship, I think, was it last year? And unfortunately, you know, that one didn't get a lot of uh, approach. And I think for the most part, you see that Motorola kind of very much is um, not necessarily tethered, but married into a relationship with Verizon as most of their phones come out there. Um, Juan and I were talking about that, and it is a little bit concerning. Like I said, the, the 888 and the HN1 need to be purposely uh, not only built, but purposely thermal managed to make sure that you're getting the good experience. Now, they could technically fix some of those issues that you're having there with software updates if they have better management or thermal management or I think performance management on the HN1. But it's something that we have to kind of keep an eye on. We need to see how that kind of pans out. But initially, yes, we knew that the 888 was hot. We know that the HN1 will be in the same boat. Um, and it's going to come down to the OEMs because Qualcomm's approach is we're providing you with the best performance, the best chip that we have, and we're providing you with the parameters on how to manage that. So you need to follow those parameters to get the best experience to your users. And I think this is where it's going to make a big difference for us. How does that actually translate to us? Um, 
Finn Jacobs is uh, mentioning here is that Google's update consistency is uh, is still better than other OEMs. Absolutely. Uh, and I think saw some comments where they were like, hey, well, even OnePlus was able to go ahead of them. Like, the reality of the matter is, yes, uh, here and there kind of situations, I think at the end of the day, we need to look at the track record and how in the long run this, this is going to be. Google is definitely still one of the better companies when it comes down to performance and in, in providing us updates, consistent updates. Um, one of the things that really surprised me the most was uh, when I was visiting my in-laws a couple of days ago, uh, my mother-in-law has the Pixel 3a XL. So this was uh, a device from a few years ago. And as I was going in and we were setting up my, my father-in-law on the Pixel 4a uh, 5G, um, I asked her to do a quick software update uh, check. And sure enough, Android 12 installed and it works perfectly on her phone. Now both of them are running Android 12. And that's one of the benefits there. I mean, Pixel 3a, for, uh, the 3a XL is super, super uh, budget friendly, very good performer for the, for what you're paying for it. And again, a very, very smart, very good choice if you're looking for a smartphone, especially when it supports Google. Getting it on Android 12 was kind of crazy. Like seriously, getting Android 12 on that guy was definitely a very nice thing. And she was very happy with it. Um, and this, we also kind of make sure that both her and my father-in-law are both on the same software version. Uh, Russ is in there. Hey, man, hope you're doing well. Hope you guys are having a great day. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it is uh, It is the Android Bay. I keep wanting to say the Saturday morning. It, it's going to take me some time to kind of re rejigger. Um, speaking of which, uh, I did actually register the AndroidBay.com site. So the Android Bay now and the TK Tech Bay both relate to the same site. And I'm going to try to be a little bit more proactive in um, in posting my content on there and being a little bit more active on the website. Um, I'm still a little bit um, I'm a little bit on the fence as far as the whole CES situation. Um, this morning, I saw an, a comment from one of the main editors over at Android Authority, uh, and they're pulling out. So Android Authority is not going to be covering CES. We saw some companies remove, you know, not going in and not showing. So the question kind of becomes, what is going to happen? What, who's going to stay? Who's going to who's going to drop at the last second kind of conversation? Um, and for people that are covering their own expenses, because they don't have a sponsor for this trip, I have I have a, a substantial sum of money invested into this trip. So if I don't cancel at a certain amount of time, I will start losing money. So it's a question of, you know, is it going to be worth it? Or is it basically just going to end up becoming a digital experience, which I think NVIDIA said that they were going to do it. Uh, it and of course, boxes. No, um, NVIDIA said, I think they're going to be doing a virtual. I think if I'm not mistaken, Razer said the same thing. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be interesting to see there. Finn, I 100% agree. It must be, uh, it is uh, unnerving. Uh, they're heading into the direction of the OEMs. No, no, no. I think it'll be something that we'll have to see. Uh, again, we need to wait and find out exactly what has happened. Um, uh, Jigar, Jigar uh, Jadav is actually saying that he's waiting for the launch in India. I think we have to see a lot of these announcements that we talked about um, are launches in China, just to keep in mind. Uh, so the Realme is launching in China. Uh, I'm pretty sure, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, the Honor uh, flagship is going to launch in China first. Uh, we're pretty much sure that the next uh, Sony phone will launch and will basically be available in China first. I think this is going to start becoming more of a trend where I feel like China as a company, as a country, will start getting first hands on with a lot of the new companies' devices. Now, Samsung is a different story. Apple is a different story. But you guys, as much as I know, it's not all about a Sam Apple conversation in the world. That is such a small part of the mobile experience that I feel like if you only talk about them and you only give them the attention, you're limiting yourself into what you can do outside of that. Uh, but I'm with you there. Um, Rush is saying is, uh, TK, what's your thoughts on the 150 degree angle ultra wide on the new Realme GT? So it is actually one of the larger one. Most devices that we get are around, around the 120 to 130 degrees uh, ultra wide. Ultra 150 is actually much wider. 
Um, and you have to kind of keep in mind 180 would be basically full flat. So keep that in perspective. So 150 is pretty much like closer than it is what we typically get in this view. Um, I think it's going to be a creative uh, approach, really. Uh, the wider the lens, obviously, we're going to have those edge distortion uh, artifacts that we typically have. I don't know if they're going to do enough, uh, you know, distortion correction there. But then what it essentially it'll give you is it's a good focal length to be able to get a bigger or wider standard 16 by 9 focal uh, experience. So the big, the best thing I would probably say is I, I, on, I would love to be able to get a wider lens. I'm just hoping that the distortion effect is not... Uh, it, well, actually, I take that back. I hope that the distortion effect stays on the outer rim of the actual lens and that we're still able to get a solid 16 by 9 at a wider angle lens than what our typical main sensor on the device that typically will give us uh, the 16 by 9 aspect, which is to usually either a crop or basically more punched in. So it actually could be pretty good depending on how it's handled. Um, I know that the Realme GT2 from the, from the render images that I was sent from them um, seems like it is going to be rocking a 50 megapixel camera, a dual camera or something. Is it dual OIS? They, they had a different term for it, but it has some type of OIS as well on it. So I think it's going to be something interesting. Um, ultra wides are very important for close up and for being able to include many people. Uh, the show yesterday was run off of the ultra wide lens. And I think that's one thing to keep in mind. Like the camera was very close. We were in a very confined space. We did not have the ability of being so far. Although I do apologize for the audio. I, I did not know that the audio was having so much interference because of the weather. Uh, typically, as you guys know, the road mics work beautifully, but there was a lot of interference. And I think, I don't know if it's atmospheric or whatever, but definitely made the experience interesting. <coughs> Sorry about that. We'll go ahead and hydrate. Hmm. And just so everybody knows, um, the show is not actually going to go through an hour and a half today because being it is Christmas Eve, most people that are watching me are much, much later. We're going to try to keep it around the hour uh, just to kind of get to that point. So we'll, we'll be getting to the announcement of the giveaway very, very soon. Um, let me see here. I think there's a couple of comments that I may have missed. Chemi's in there. Hey, man. Sabah, man. Hope you're doing well. Uh, Russ, TK. Okay. Uh, da -da -da. I think I may have missed a couple more. <laughs> I'm very late. Um Oh, buddy, oh, thank you very much. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh, OnePlus focusing on... Okay. So, um, Shonen, Shonen, hopefully I'm saying that correctly. Um, uh, the OnePlus is focusing on the Indian market because I can easily... Because I can uh, easily... That, that Indian Oxygen OS was definitely the most popular in India and also the most uh, premium phones of the same flagship killer in, in, in India. Um, the flagship killer conversation for OnePlus, at, at least for us, has died a long time ago. OnePlus hasn't been trying to be the flagship killer. I think Poco has been trying to pick up that title and trying to go with it now as they've been able to provide a little bit more options. Um, I think it makes perfect sense for, for OnePlus to focus heavily on the Indian market. It's a growing market. This is the biggest difference here. India as a market is growing. There's still more people getting their first smartphones in the Indian market that they didn't have a smartphone before. So OnePlus's effort into being there has been the biggest one. Also, India, from a point of reference, is the biggest modding and roming uh, community or country in the world because they typically don't buy the phone to buy it again in the next, you know, replace it in a year. They want to extend the life of that phone. So roming and installing custom ROMs big thing, a big factor of what OnePlus used to stand for. And I'm hoping it continues to be that way um, in 2022, that we are still able to unlock the bootloader very easily, install custom ROMs, do everything we want to do as we've done in the past. And I think that's the biggest appeal. Oxygen OS is a big factor, but customizing it and ROMing it is also an even bigger factor. So I totally understand. Yeah, um, I, I know specifically that 
in years past, when OnePlus releases a phone in the US for, let's say, a certain price, it's actually selling for much lower and even a better, better deal if you're buying it in India, just because of the way the market is set for that. So absolutely, uh, OnePlus, very much a po focused experience there. Uh, let me see here. Aditya. <laughs> uh, let me see. I think it uh, tends... Uh, Jigar is actually saying is, so I think it's the 10th of January. Okay, so this was this an official announcement? Because I didn't even see anything. Um, unless this was just literally pushed. Let me see. I, I didn't see. Uh, I, sorry, I'm OnePlus 10. Let's see here. The OnePlus 10 Pro displays revealed by CEO Pete Lau. Of course. In, well, actually, it was that was announced in uh, India. So, okay. I take that back. It's going to have an LTPO2 display. This is based on India today. Uh, Pete Law said it shows better than uh, better colors. So it's definitely, oh, wow, look at that camera stack. Okay, so sorry. <laughs> I'm like, I'm saying things and I'm not showing you guys what I'm looking at. So here, let's open it up real quick. Share screen. And we're going to share. I'll take out the comment. So here's the comment that we're looking into. OnePlus 10 Pro will use an LTPO 2.0 display. Tech CEO Pete Lau says it will show better and brighter colors. So that looks like basically this is going to be on the 10 Pro. Um, an LTPO. And I'm trying to see here. Is there any information? Da, da, da. Okay. So it says the OnePlus 10 Pro will be launched in early 22. And ahead of the launch, CEO Pete Lau has stated, uh, taking, talking about its features. Uh, in the post on the Chinese website, Weibo is typically refined. Lao notes that the OnePlus 10 Pro will have an LTPO2 technology. Da, da, da. So it looks like, okay, early early 2022. So you're saying January. Um, that is very interesting. Okay. I'm, I'm not surprised. Actually, I'm a little bit surprised. I am... Cause so okay so early January if you're saying the tenth that's around like oh, okay so I take that back the tenth of January it, it's right after CES okay I was thinking like wait hold on a second is that CES timeline is not are they doing it see so but it's not at CES it's right after so as as the show ends as you guys know CES ends on uh, the Friday I think was it on the seventh or the, the like on the Friday the week before so that is very interesting and I'm very excited so I'm gonna have to try to find out some more information. Uh, but thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, I think it's the 10th of January. Okay, great. I did not know January was going to be, you know, uh, Janktober or the, uh, I don't want to, no, I'm, I'm not going to say uh, Tech January, Gen, Gen Tech January. Uh, not going to do that. Uh, would be awesome and have uh, have early access, purely pixel TK. Sorry here. Sorry, Dominic. Um, hi, <laughs> say hi. To, well, everybody say hi to Dominic, of course. Uh, TK, um, more Android tablets now are coming, uh, not foldables. Excited about the Tab S8 series and the Ultra from me. And I was actually, that was very much your, uh, I mean, tablets have a have a space. I think tablets have a specific experience. There's the large format tablets, the 10 series, obviously 10 inches, 11 or 12. And of course, you can go even to a standard size, uh, like maybe even a full display kind of an experience. Um, tablets have a very big function. And I think it's great, but they're not portable. This is the biggest thing with foldables and, and tablets. We are going to see more tablets, more higher-end tablets from Samsung, and I think that's a good option. My biggest thing or my biggest um, experience or at least uh, approach that I'm worried about is I don't want to see the tablets go the route of the smartphone that Samsung and other companies have been putting where we start losing features on them. Tablets typically have an SD card uh, option. Tablets usually have headphone jacks. So those are things I want to, want to keep and still see coming in. But I also want to see a better software update. I want to see Android 12, One UI 4.0 on the Tab S7 Plus. I have that one and it still works great. But I haven't seen any update to Android 12 yet where I've seen 
like the beta come out on the fold. The S21 Ultra has the, um, the Android 12 update, although a buggy, not exactly the best experience, but again, one of those things to keep in mind. Um, in, uh, emotionally, oh, okay. Uh, January, mostly in China. Oh, okay. Okay, so they may have a staged rollout. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, you could see that. I mean, if that actually happens, then China gets the first version of the OnePlus 10 Pro. This is the first time. If that if that actually happens and OnePlus deviates, giving China the first hands-on or the first access to the 10 Pro, that's going to be very interesting because that means the U.S. market now becomes officially just a, an OEM kind of a relationship. So we'll have to kind of see how things go. I made it. Hope you're doing well there, uh, Chemi. Um and now OnePlus is focusing on India for the sake of OnePlus merge with ColorOS in India. And Oxygen is now going to be the main thing of focusing in India as well. I think ColorOS, uh, Oppo, and, and, and OnePlus both have focused on the Indian market for quite some time. Uh, in my relationship with working with Oppo on other generations like the early uh, ColorOS 12 and ColorOS 11, um, we saw that the devices that they sent us were not US-based. They were mostly US-based either either like the Reno series. I usually sometimes will get Indian units, so they'll send me the Indian units here to review. Um, and as far as the Find X series, I typically get the European market ones. So I know Oppo and OnePlus are both very much uh, focusing on that one. Uh, Pixel for Life TK, <laughs> absolutely. Um, I, I'm big. I'm a big fan of pixels. You guys know me. Uh, Google and I've I've been a. I, I typically do this. Um, my my in laws my in laws right now are all running on pixels. Uh, my brother and his family are all running on OnePlus devices, and your boy is in the middle. That's the best way to do it. And of course, we got Sony in the game. We can't forget Sony. I'm really excited to see what Sony has to bring in 2022, um, specifically because what the Pro I has provided us on at the end of 2021. So when that becomes the, the standard, they have to step it up with the Xperia 1 Mark IV. So we'll have to see how that goes. Um, I saw a Reddit post. Sorry, Finn Jacob is jumping in here. I saw a Reddit post recently that says that their Pixel devices blocked them calling emergency services, some weird bug in the Google that hasn't been fixed yet. There's been a couple of things going on. Um, one of the other things that they did with Android with the December update is they removed the ability of doing the wait for the go on hold for me. So that was also something that was put out. Um, the other thing that also some people were having concerns in there. So I'm hoping they get that fixed. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm hearing on some of those issues. Um, I actually found a very interesting one that when I was trying to call my cable company for our internet provider, uh, there was a very different UI in my dialer that gave me very much specific information as to the uh, the experience that I'm trying to I will have on the phone. How long do I have to wait? What's the busiest time? What's the best time to give them a call? Something that was very very unique. Um, yes, if your Pixel detects that you have been in a car accident and you do not uh, respond to the phone's uh, phone alarm, it will contact the emergency services and give them your location. So I think that was the feature also added in the December update. I think that I remember that one as well. Uh, go gadgets. Uh, please tell me. Uh, Oxygen OS plus Color OS equals. <laughs> I guess the CO OS. If we take the capital letter, uh, capital letters of, uh, from both of them, so the capital C and the capital O, it becomes the CO. Um, you know, the 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 Oxygen or the color, the CO OS. I think that would be my my name to put them together. But we have to keep in mind. When we say Android, okay, when we say Color OS is the base of Oxygen OS, keep in mind, it's not exactly the same. The base of, uh, the well, I'll say this. Color OS at its base runs on AOSP. And then uh, obviously Oppo goes in there and customizes their own options in there, adds their own UI elements. So they basically put an, uh, a skin over it. 
Um, and what we saw in Oxygen OS is a customization of that filter that's added or that skin experience. So OnePlus devices still have unique features that OnePlus devices have, and Oppo devices will have the same. I think the biggest thing that we need to keep in mind is that for the most part, with the exception of reviewers, maybe people that will have both devices, most people are not going to buy a Find X, uh, like a Find X4, a Find X3 Pro and a OnePlus 9 Pro. You're just not going to buy both. And if you treat this as just this is how OnePlus wants to, their phones to look like with Android 12, the way they did the same thing to us in Android 11, I think the conversation of Color OS and, and Oxygen OS will become a little bit easier to handle because we're looking at this as a major shift, like they departed or something. The reality is OnePlus has been in, a, in an evolutionary experience ever since they came out. They grow, they get better as time goes on, and this is how it's been, and this is their latest ev uh, evolution and uh, iteration of software updates. And I think that's how we need to look at it. I'm with you. It looks very different. It looks pretty much like as if we had ColorOS installed on our phones. But you know what? Some of the features that are coming in with that are actually not bad. And we have to appreciate that OnePlus is still trying to focus on their core experience. Uh, what we saw there, obviously, in that, that image that I was showing you guys from India today, um, is something that definitely going to be very interesting and very unique. We still have a punch hole camera. They didn't go back to mechanical, so at least that's what it looks like. And it looks like we have either a triple or a quadruple camera setup. I think no, it's a, it's a triple camera setup with a dual tone LED flash, but they went with the, the quad bubble uh, configuration. Let me see here. Da, da, da. Sorry, Mr. Yes. Oh, Greg, absolutely. It was, a, it was a different time, and we picked it mostly because we wanted to do a live and to do the collaboration. Um, Geeky Nassim says, I'm a, I'm a Pixel fanboy and hardware for software and everything, of course, as always, appreciated. Uh, always, always great. Uh, let me see here. I think I missed a few comments. ER, okay, so let me hear. So Ibrahim is jumping in with a comment. We'll hydrate real quick. Hmm. Wow, we're at 40 minutes. It's good. Uh, OnePlus is still in the market. Uh, is still a market leader in India, and when it comes to the markets, um, basically market share for premium devices, um, they have about forty-eight percent uh, share of premium devices sold in Q2 2021. That's actually a pretty decent deal because if you keep in mind, they're still much cheaper. Although Pixel did kind of take their uh, take their thunder a little bit by the end of the year, but from a standpoint of conversation, I think uh, what you're saying, Ibrahim, is, is they're still actually doing quite well. And that's, again, one of the things that we have to keep in mind. We don't want to be stuck on that little hiccup of a conversation saying, look, the update looks very different to make that uh, color the entire experience of OnePlus devices. I think at the end of the day, it's definitely going to be a much better experience for everybody. Um, Sohan, uh, TK, uh, in, in one hour, it's going to be the 25th of December in India. It means Christmas in India in one hour. I am glad the stream uh, would be live while Christmas in India. Oh, my God. Okay, so if I'm not getting it, okay, so at 9.30. So literally, I we made it into Christmas Eve everywhere. So starting it at 9 this morning was definitely the right way to do it. I may actually start doing that on Saturdays as well, starting a little bit earlier so that I don't hit everybody later in the night if they, we got a lot of people going to sleep. But I appreciate it. Thank you, Shohan, for letting me know. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, this was that was at 9.38. It's 9.40. So there's a couple of minutes ago uh, for sure. Uh, da, 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 let me see here. Okay. Um, TK Pixel Fanboy. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, guys, we live in the UK. It's always raining. Uh, yeah, Matt, it's... 
You know what? I'll, I'll say this. It was enjoyable while it was while when we walk and do things. It's just that we sat down for the hour and a half. And the problem is the seats we're sitting on were very cold. The weather was very cold. It was pouring rain the entire time. And the Wi-Fi and I think the connection, the mobile connection was fluctuating so badly. Uh, Juan went from uh, LTE, sorry, went from edge to LTE to HSPA plus and back to LTE. And for like a couple of seconds up to 5G in that whole span being on the same in the same spot, he wasn't moving. I was in the same boat and I didn't realize that the connection was dropping so bad because uh, the phone that we were using was we were using the rear facing camera. So we do not we don't have a way of seeing um, like the like the I guess I would say the signal strength. I just noticed that when we were talking a couple of seconds ago, it gave me this little uh, like the signal was dropping a little bit, but then it came back up. Although I'm not on Wi-Fi, I'm connected hardwired to the router. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, Okay, I do want to say there was a couple of extra videos that was dropped uh, dropped in this week. Um, one of them obviously was the Pixel Stand, uh, uh, the Pixel Stand Two or the second generation. Um, it's promising a very different experience. It's 23 watt of wireless charging, and for the most part, it charges the phone the same way as what we had it with the wired cable. And I say that because um, although it's technically faster, it uh, there's the management the management of charging speed on the phone from uh, from Google is definitely very aggressive. And what I'm trying to say this is the temperature barely crossed 90 degrees Fahrenheit, like 91 degrees was the highest. And that was at the fastest uh, charging connection when I was going. So you can get about 50% battery in about 40 minutes on uh, the, the Pixel 6 Pro. So from zero to 50 in literally about uh, 40 minutes, absolutely some of the best experiences. So you're never going to be too down and about almost like almost, I want to say almost 40% at about 30 minutes. But then this is where it changes. It goes from super speed to about 50% in that, that, that crescent point. Um, and at about an hour where you're hitting about 70% and then it goes down from 70 to 100. It takes an hour and 10 minutes. It double it. The, the, the charging configuration at the end is very, very slow. It's intending to preserve the battery life. It's intending to provide no extra thermal issues on the phone. So if you want to watch it to want to play movies or whatever, it's going to work the way you want it. Um, I like it. It works great. I have it now sitting on my desk. It's going to be one of my permanent uh, chargers, mostly on this version of the this side of the full, uh, the desk, not the one behind me. So, and then there was the other uh, video that I pushed out. Sorry, I'll put that one one second, Dominic. Um, I did a reel. I wanted. I got a few questions on the on the video. It's like, how long does it go from zero to one hundred? So I did a reel. I didn't feel like this was something in uh, needing in its own separate and long you know video. Um, short story. Actually, pretty decent. The numbers I just mentioned to you in the two hours and 10 minutes roughly to go zero to 100%. Obviously, your mileage will change. If your phone is off, then it's going to charge obviously faster. In my situation, I have the phone on. So the phone was on for me to make sure the charger was running at maximum speed because I needed to make sure to turn that feature on. It's software configured and it's available on the Pixel 6 Pro. Any non-Pixel 6 device typically doesn't have that configuration. So you won't see that menu, uh, mostly because I think it doesn't accept it. Um, Oh, Dan got the, wait, Dan, you got the Xperia one mark, wait, Xperia uh, five mark three or mark two. Did you, I remember actually you were mentioning the last time that you were going to get, you were picking one up, uh, uh, Dan, I, I, sorry. I, well, congrats, man. I hope, I hope you like it. Let me know what you think. Um, I mean, obviously I'm imagining it's pretty much a very similar experience to what we have with the Xperia one mark three in a 1080p smaller form factor experience, which is typically what the Xperia five is. It's not going to be that far off. Camera system is pretty much the same. Um, I'm imagining, obviously, you know, you just maybe picked up a nice, I don't know what color did you pick up. I'll, I'll be interested to see. Uh, Sarvan is actually OnePlus promised, uh, to Gcam mod, to Gcam modders camera. It, it won't die in oxygen 12. So there was initial release. There was initial release documentation, well, not documentation. Uh, there was initial comments put out after oxygen OS 12 came out 
that the GCAM was going to be blocked. But apparently it was something to do with the libraries. Um, and it, essentially, yes, I, I'm with you. Uh, OnePlus is definitely going to be helping people if you want to if they want to install GCAM to still be able to run it. Um, now, GCAM typically runs mostly on devices that run Qualcomm chipsets. So I'm interested to see how that works once the Mensity chipsets start becoming more available on the market. Uh... <laughs> okay, for anybody asking about the uh, so okay, so the giveaway we're gonna announce the giveaway literally in within the next seven minutes, so about uh, about fifty five minutes into the into the show, um, and uh, just for reference. I, I don't have an idea how long it's going to take for somebody to get it. This, this is the question I'm getting here: is how long will it get? How long would it take for the phone to get to me? I'm like, um, you haven't. Let's wait to see who wins, and then from there we'll jump into that statement kind of a question. Um, my goal, once I'm able to connect and confirm the winner, um, to try to ship it out next week. So I'm going to try to ship it out before I end up having to leave for a CES. Uh, if everything works out and we are able to kind of connect and get all that information, because it's not just sending me the information. I need to make sure to have a shipping address that I'm able to put into, uh, let's say, a company site so that it confirms and it can validate that it can actually deliver to that location. So just keep in mind, winning is one part. Second part is being able to get the phone to you. And if that's something that we could do, then that's going to be how we're going to do it there. From uh, We'll make sure to kind of work at it from there. ER, um, I'm happy with the uh, I'm happy with the way Google manages uh, the battery on the Pixel Six devices. I would rather have uh, have it uh, have uh, longevity, in my opinion. Absolutely, I think every one of us would love to have our phone last longer than it is just to have full 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 bore, have all the experience running all, all the time. You have to keep in mind, the hardware is way way beyond what we need on a software standpoint. Now there are some cases that make it obviously you know some gaming experiences maybe productivity experience but not everybody's doing that on their phone so at the end of the day what do you when you buy a phone you need to buy a phone that gives you those core experiences that you care about the best you know photography exp uh, audio experience uh, battery life long, larger display if you prefer it uh, fast refresh rate you can get a lot of those with a 7 series processor and not having to worry about getting an 8 gen 1 or an 888 thermal issue those are things that you can keep in mind. And, and, and please understand, I do want to make it very clear. When I say the 888 thermal issues uh, or the 8 Gen 1 thermal issues, this is purely based on some of the articles being pushed out. My experience with the phone for the about two hours that I got a chance to spend with it were very, um, A, non-normal, non, non, I would say not typical experience. Uh, it's a reference device, so it means it's not an actual production device. It's not an OEM version, meaning there's still not, not much done from a company and retail is what we really care mostly about. It did run hot, but I was running benchmarks for two hour, for an hour and a half and playing games, so there was no question it was going to run hot. Um, my concern, though, is how does this actually get managed? So that's where I'm coming in with a conversation on there. Uh, uh, okay, so... Uh, I do apologize. Please do not ask for uh, for people's donations for anything uh, in, the, in the chat. This is we're trying to keep it very, very straightforward on the show. Uh, and there is a giveaway going on, of course. Um, Jay Jetter is actually saying, hey, TK, Jay Jetter, uh, a.k.a. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Commerce, positive vibration to all. Absolutely, man. Welcome, welcome back. Um, uh, Umar Aslam is saying, um, is it in the U.S. version or is it international? So, uh, Umar, it's not an it's not a U.S. version. The GT2 Neo is not released in the U.S. It's an European. It's an EU edition version of the phone. So it's a global edition with Google Play services. So definitely. Uh, oh, uh, Sohan Hero is actually saying. Uh, da, da, da. Okay, purely gaming will. Okay, I think they're talking about um, Celsius temperatures. Yeah, of course. Anything outside of the U.S. is always going to be Celsius. Um, game on your mobile. Uh, 
If not, please give it a try. Also recommend. Um, I'll have to double check. Yeah, the uh, played the last day on Earth uh, game. I'll have to double check. No, I haven't played that one yet. Uh, so uh, sorry, uh, Go Gadgets is actually recommending the game, uh, the last day on Earth. Um, I'm actually posting it here so that I'm able to jump back you know, real quick and find it. Um, the Pixel Stand is about sixty-nine pounds, um, and it's a decent price here in the UK. The thirty-watt adapter is sold separately, uh, is twenty-five pounds, uh, and uh, and it's one basically one meter cable for twenty pounds, uh, two meters uh, being at thirty dollars at uh, thirty pounds. So the stand, the thirty-watt charger, and the one point five meter USB cable is actually a good deal. I think that's what I was trying to convey um, for that price, for the seventy-five dollar price. So US conversion, seventy-five bucks. Uh, you're getting the 30 watt charger plus a USB. I mean, sorry, here they are. So you're getting the 30 watt charger that you typically would have spent 25 bucks or so, plus a USB-C to C cable with it and the stand all together. So it's actually a better deal. Now, mind you, I already did this backwards where I bought the charger already separately. And then of course, now I bought this one again. So now I have multiple ones, uh, but I, I agree with you. I think it's a much better deal and uh, yeah. Uh, but thank you, Matt, for also uh, jumping in. If you guys are not familiar, Matt is our uh, one of our moderators as well as Aditya um, in, in the chat as well. Okay, so I think we've hit that magic moment um, in that show. Uh, we're almost at the hour, 51 minutes. Um, so with that, what I was going to do is, um, as I mentioned to you guys, I have the list of all of the winners. Let me see, do I have the phone? Da -da 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 -da. Here, okay. So we have 161 comments. So comments on this video obviously are always welcome, but they're not included in this entry. Um, this is basically purely the comments left up till about uh, 40 minutes or so ago, as I mentioned to you guys on the uh, last the, the live streams that was on last Saturday and the Saturday before. So episode 100 and episode 101 of the Android Bay. So we have 100 and 161 entries in here. And what I'm going to do, let me just do this correctly here. We're gonna close Twitter. We're going to close India today and I'm going to close the channel option here and we're going to say, no, nope, I'm not, I'm not inviting TK. Okay. Uh, while we're doing this, we're going to do here, we're going to open it up here and here is the random number generator and I already pre-populated pre this number. So uh, the biggest thing I just need to do here obviously is just generate the number and see who is the winner and we're going to basically get there and we'll see which one it is. So out of 161 entries, who is the winner? Let's see, generate. Okay. We'll do one more. Is it not working? Okay, let's do this one more time. Let me just reload the page. No, <laughs> we're gonna take this out. Okay, so 161, we're gonna say generate. Okay, here we are. So number 23, number 23, let me see here, number 23. Okay, Javier Hidalgo, Javier Hidalgo is the winner. So hold on, let me just stop the sharing here. So it's according to, to the list, number 23, the comment number 23 is Javier Hidalgo. And I don't, okay, so I don't see him in the chat today because I didn't see any comments from Javier Hidalgo. If you are in the chat, Javier, please definitely leave me a comment there. Um, the basic thing is this, Javier has 24 hours from right, well, in about five minutes or so when the show ends. And basically we have 24 hours. Uh, I need Javier to leave a comment. So I'm leaving this as an audio, obviously in the video part. Um, I just need you to leave a comment in, uh, on the show, on this actual show, uh, with the account that you actually entered the comment in. So it cannot be another account claiming to be Javier. It has to be the account exactly the same as it was before. And I'm able obviously to validate that with a comment posted from the video before. And once you make a comment there, we'll connect and we'll be able to go forward from there and hopefully be able to get you that phone as soon as possible. So congratulations to Javier. Uh, thank 
thank you very much for everybody. It is not over again. If Javier doesn't get does not connect with me, I did not see him on the chat today. Um, hopefully, uh, we'll be able to pull up another name. So tomorrow morning on Christmas Day at about the same, which is what roughly 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, normal the normal time where we have. I'll let you guys know if we're pulling another name, and I will be posting a short real quick on this channel so that you guys will always know. So for that, always make sure to like and subscribe if you can to be able to support the channel. But this is also the time of the show where we do our TKception for everybody that's familiar with this. If you're new to the channel, um, I will say, just want to double check, make sure I did not pick, uh, I did cover the right number, right? It does say 23. Yep. And it is part of the show. Um, I, I wish you guys the best of luck, of course. And again, con congratulations to Javier again. Hopefully you're able to catch the show and we'll be able to go from there. Um, the biggest thing obviously is, uh, the hashtag TKception is something that we did that we started on the show a long time ago by pure coincidence. Uh, it happened to be where I was able to share my screen and it just did it kind of in a very interesting way. So, um, this is where we start dropping the hashtag TKception in the comments. I want to say thank you to everybody for hanging out with us. I want to say for everybody and anybody that celebrates Christmas, Merry Christmas, happy holidays. Hope you have a great week. Uh, if you don't open up your gifts on Christmas day, you open them on boxing day. Congratulations. And I hope you guys get what you're looking for. Um, keep it here. And I, I promise you this much. Um, we are going to be having more giveaways and actually there's one more that I'm working on that's coming up very soon that I would love to be able to feature here and maybe also include the best of our week as Juan and I were talking about it yesterday. Um, so it is one of those things that everybody is basically going to be enjoying. So I hope you guys have a great time, spend it with your family, enjoy it, uh, be safe and stay safe as always, because that's always going to be the conversation that we always want to basically keep it here. Um, as always, the, 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 the biggest thing that I always worry about is at this time of the year is we get to spend time with family, but we don't want to let our guards down. So try to be vigilant about what you need to do and be, be great with that. So with that being said, let's go ahead and do the share screen. And this one and right there, <laughs> the TKception. It's the show within the show within the show within the show because that's how we do it. Um, so with that being said, I want to say thank you very much to Finn Jacobs. As always, thank you very much for hanging out with us. Uh, big, big thanks to Mr. Matt, uh, <laughs> Matt Tyler, Purposely Gaming, Aditya. And he's kicking it with Aditya and he, they're only just jumping back in each other. Uh, ER1980, Ibrahim, thank you very much. Welcome, welcome. Have a great break. Enjoy the quality time with the family as always. Greg, thank you very much. Uh, same thing with the uh, Hamid Hamid. Bye bye. Have a, have a good day, man. And again, keep in mind, it's not over. There still could be a possibility. Hopefully we'll hear back from Javier uh, very soon. Uh, TK party, <laughs> party hard and safe. Uh, we're gonna work safe and party as much as I can. Uh, Dominic Juan, as always, one of our biggest uh, advocates for the channel. TKception, TK Android Bay, TK Super Saiyan, brand new shirt, got it, got it fresh. Thank you very much to Mrs. Bay. Um, have a great season, man. Uh, thank you very much, Aditya, the Mr. Cumberbatch of our channel. TKception, TKR Bay, uh, TK giving back uh, to his community bay always. Um, trying to keep it as much as possible. Like I said, I think I don't need to need GT Neo twos. So that was the 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 I'm not gonna say inception for the sake of this, but that was the the premise uh, that I wanted to kind of share with you guys. I can give one to you guys and keep it within the community. I'm not trying to open it up for everybody else. Um, so always, always appreciate it. Hamad, Hamad, welcome. And uh, 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 TK time. Uh, yes, no, this, you made it to the show, actually. You made it straight into the TK Seption. So as I mentioned, as I promised you, the guys, at, guys at the beginning of the show, uh, la uh, ladies and gentlemen, actually, I'm not going to say guys, because as always, and of course, 
Chrome just loves to do formatting and Windows 11 is weird. Um, but yes, um, we are going to end it right at the one hour mark. Um, again, not the last giveaway we're going to do on the channel. There'll be more. My hope is to grow the channel and the community here on the Android Bay as well as on the TK Bay channels. If you follow me on the Arabic channel, Tarek Bay, otherwise just look for me, TK Bay, on Twitter, Instagram, as well as Facebook. But for the most part, Twitter and Instagram is the best place to get in touch with me. Thanks for everybody. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. I'm almost tempted to say, but it isn't yet there in India. It should be there in another half hour. Good luck to everybody. Take care. Be safe. I'll see you hopefully next week. Although I'm a little bit debating on the concept if maybe we should just do a week off the last week of the year and then kick it off again in January. Uh, but I'll let you guys, I'll keep you guys posted. I'll, I'll post something on Twitter and Instagram, of course. Take care, everybody. And right on time. I'll see you guys next time. Bye bye for now.